This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 126. Does American optimism annoy you? Five phrases used by the optimist. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation with your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Gabby Wallace, the language angel from Boston, USA. Hey guys, we're holding a live event called The Key to Connecting with Americans because a lot of you have told us that you don't feel confident, you actually feel awkward, and you don't know what to say at professional networking events in English. So we're here to help you and we're holding this event to share with you five real natural English phrases that we use every day in professional networking situations. Also, as a bonus, you'll learn to avoid one cultural mistake you don't know you're making. So join us, Lindsay and Gabby, for this free live event on Tuesday, June 10th at 9 a.m. EST. That's New York, Boston time. To reserve your spot, go to www.allearsenglish.com slash key, K-E-Y. In today's episode, you'll learn how optimism shows up in American English in five phrases. And you'll learn where Japan, China, Italy, and other countries fall in their comfort with unclear situations. Hey, Gabby. Hey, Lindsay, what's up? (laughs) Feeling great. Awesome. Are you an optimist? Am I an optimist? I would say yes. I tend to look on the bright side. I tend to be a positive person. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I think I'm definitely... I would not be an entrepreneur if I were not mm. an optimist. Right. No way. <laughs> I wouldn't point. be doing this podcast. Good point. Yeah, because we hope, we we want you guys to, you know, love us as much as we love you. And <laughs> we, we believe it goes well. Yeah, we, we think this podcast is going to work out. It's going to make a difference in the world. But... So this is something that we wanted to talk about today. It seems like a lot of people, not everyone, but it Mm. seems like a lot of people in the U.S. tend to lean towards optimism more than pessimism. Well, yeah, and there's kind of a stereotype of Americans that we tend to be over-the-top, enthusiastic, quite optimistic about things. Um, Not only optimistic in our outlook about what's going to happen in the near future, but also in the way that we respond to things like... Oh my gosh, Lindsay, you did such a great job um, brushing your hair this morning or something like something very simple. So this is in our language, right? So what are those phrases that we use? For example, we might say, oh, well, look on the bright side. Yeah, I think I said that in the beginning, right? I tend to look on the bright side. I tend to be a positive person or stay positive. For example, if you came to me and you said, oh, things aren't going so well at at work, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. messing up. I might say, oh, Gabby, stay positive. Come on, you can do it. That's right. Chin up. Chin up. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What else do we say? Um, There's some, like, a connector. Well, at least, you know, so let's say you came to me, right, and you said, oh, I had a bad day. I say, well, at least you're in good health. Right. Or at least the day is over. Yes. There you go. More connected. (laughs) My mind is all over the place. I'm like, well, if your health is good, everything's good, right? No, that's great. 
And, mm-hmm. yeah, there's another phrase. Um, it's kind of longer. To see the world with rose-colored glasses. Mm. So you see everything through this lens of positivity. Yeah, absolutely. So optimism. So what is that about? So mm. these, we know that that culture reflects language. Language reflects culture. And I'm sure and you guys have definitely noticed when you've come to the U.S. that Americans do tend to be optimistic. But there's also right. a little bit of research behind this. Right, right. It's really interesting. Um, we wanted to talk about how your your optimism is connected with your comfort with ambiguity. Yeah. Ambiguity means when you're not certain what's going to happen or it's an unclear situation. Yeah, so there was a Dutch research, researcher and his name was Hofstede and he's um, he's done some work in the field of cross-cultural relations and intercultural relations. And he did a study um, where he measured uncertainty avoidance. What is uncertainty avoidance? Uh, Where you do not want to be in an unclear situation or you want to be in a clear situation to take out all those negatives. So you really, really want to be in situations where everything is black and white and it's very clear what to do. Right. You're not okay with ambiguity. Right. Right. So now before we go into these numbers, we're going to give you guys some numbers and tell you what he found in his study. But we first want to say that um, Hofstede's work is really criticized in mm-hmm. this field because it's we, just one study and it's one study and people especially criticize his work because we know that we can't put a number on a country and make it that simple right so we can't make this blanket statement by saying okay all Americans are optimistic or right. all Japanese people are not we're not saying that we're just sharing a little research just to bring this in a new element to the podcast it's something to think about yeah food for thought okay so let's see where different countries fall based on our listeners we have Uh, So, for example, if we start at the top, um, a country, one of the countries that's the most, has the highest uncertainty avoidance score would be Japan with a score of 92. And then we go down to France. Okay, so in general, what what we learned from Hofstede is that the Japanese and the French would like clear situations. That's what we learned from Hofstede. Okay. Might not be true. We'd love to hear from you guys and let us know what you think, what your reaction is to this information. Then right. we have Brazil with a score of 76. Mm-hmm. And then we have Italy with a score of 75. Yeah, almost the same. Mm-hmm. Moving down to China with 30. Interesting. Okay, where does the U.S. fall? What do you think? Well, what would I guess? What would you guess? You already showed me the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so the U.S. got a score of 46. Okay. okay. Kind of in the middle. And the very bottom would be Singapore. So yeah. that would imply, based on his research, that Singapore has the the least uncertainty avoidance, so the most comfortable with ambiguity. Right. So what we're trying to connect here, two ideas, is that if you are comfortable with ambiguity you're going to have a positive outlook. You're going to be optimistic, right? It's okay. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what's going to happen. But I believe that tomorrow's going to be a good day. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I saw in your your research, Lindsay, that Jamaica Hmm. was right above Singapore. So Jamaica had a score of 13. So Jamaicans are very comfortable with ambiguity. And maybe you guys know that song, Don't Worry... (laughs) 
<laughs> be happy. <laughs> That's optimism right That's there. That's <laughs> interesting. That's interesting. So again, they, these are just numbers. We're not trying to make blanket statements, but it is interesting to think about it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So when you're in an unclear situation with English or with communication and you're, as we would say, freaking out kind of slang, mm -hmm. um, think of this Jamaican song, right? Yeah. Don't worry, be and, happy, and be also, And also the point is when you're in the U.S. to understand that there is always a reason behind these uh, phrases that Americans use, right? Mm. It, it, it has been found that Americans do often tend to be optimistic. And what, what's we have one great quote about optimism maybe we could finish with. So you want to read that, Gabby? The pessimist complains about the wind. The optimist expects it to change. The realist adjust the sales. Oh, so the realist. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe we should, we should say, you know, we've been talking about optimists the whole time. Um, a realist is someone who just takes real information and works with that. The pessimist is someone who expects the worst to happen. So this quote, I think is, this quote is really saying that the best idea is to be a realist. So somewhere yeah. in the middle. And I think different days, we're different people, right? Yes. Days. Some days I'm optimistic. Some days I'm pessimistic. I'm just not that simple. Right. Right. Absolutely. But there's something to say about the realist adjusting the sales, right? So you can, you can be very optimistic about tomorrow, but if you see that something's not working and maybe you could improve it, why don't you adjust what you're doing? Take action. That's right. And that quote was by William Arthur Ward to give him credit. Excellent. Great. Thanks guys. If you want to put your ears into English, more often, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.